0: My Little Organic Garden, or My Log, was founded by Dunya Meryl Georgievich in 2010. Then in 2013, on a retreat in Santa Barbara for the Living Beauties, Dunya and I met. We talked about how to achieve optimum health. Dunya is a filmmaker and a master organic gardener. I, Anne Myra, also known as Annie Walton Teeter. I'm a singer-songwriter, a children's book author, and a writer, as well as a visual artist. We believe that art is life and that life is art. So let's plant some seeds in this fertile soil and thrive. We decided to join forces to discuss everything from plant-based meals to Juice Plus and our tower gardens. We want to give back and save the planet and the inhabitants on it, humans, creatures. We hope to learn to give and receive and inspire girls and women to reach for the stars because we're all made of stardust after all. My log is a beautiful metaphor for making the garden of life and sharing our bounty. Dig it. Please follow us on Instagram at My Little Organic Garden or on Facebook or our website is MyLittleOrganicGarden.com.
1: Hi Annie.
2: Hello Dunya. How are you? I'm pretty well this Saturday. How are you? I'm just munching
1: on some banana bread that I made. Tasty. Tasty. I might even share the recipe at the end of our chat if you want. Oh yeah that would be great. Yes. Uh, I have to make it because you know I'm pretty much trained from the whole Moosewood cookbook. Cookbook? No, I haven't. Really? I'm surprised. I thought you would have been because you're a gourmet. Book goes way back. It's all handwritten, the cookbook. (sighs) Excuse me. Bless you. Um, And... It's one of my favorite cookbooks and it is vegetarian but it's not vegan. It's, I you know I've gone back many years with this book, probably as far back as college maybe even. And um the banana bread recipe in there is just something I have replicated many times. And I'll share it later, but the other thing I'm eating with my banana bread is um there is a croatian like close by in the neighborhood and it's sort of like a little mini european grocery store because he also imports from and some serbian items too um all these different specialties that people from over there like made over there and one of them is this apricot jam that just mm, Brings me right back to my childhood.
2: Maybe I'll... Yeah, yeah, that sounds good.
1: Yeah, It's, it's one of my favorite jams. I don't eat jam very often. I'm trying to stay... Yeah. But I had a friend growing up in Belgrade, Serbia, which was then Yugoslavia. She was such a magical girl, creature. We were like always in some fantasy world... <laughs> and we were just walking around the neighborhood, kind of wreaking havoc a little bit, like pretending this and that. And they had this gorgeous, beautiful yard and this ginormous apricot tree that was probably ancient. They also had like a pool, which was for that's rare. Yeah. yeah, they yeah. were in the very nice part of town. And wow. I would drive across the city to go with her and play and sometimes spend the night but mostly just the day mm-hmm. and her grandmother who lived there um always had rows and rows of apricot jam from this tree that she had made and it's all it was awesome we were always eating it like every time we took a break from just doing whatever we were being mermaids or whatever we were doing <laughs> we would like run in, yeah, and just get a spoon full of this jam and this, you know, usually some yummy bread or something lying around. But I just it stayed with me because it was so fresh. It was just so incredible. So I've I always mean,
2: apricots ser- are delicious. I just love them.
1: Yeah, but you know, in general, jams are too sweet or this or that. But this particular jar does it is pretty close, and it's made in Croatia, so it's. Taste, it just has something about the taste of apricots that reminds me of, of that jam that her grandmother
2: used to make. So anyway. Well, that sounds good. I'm glad you're enjoying. Sounds delicious. I can't wait to hear your recipe at the end. Yeah. For... So what would you like to talk about today? Well, so today I was going to discuss, because you recommended that book. Because we're on the whole self care thing. And you recommended that book by David Bach called Smart Women Finish Rich, which I really enjoyed reading. And he suggests that you read it one time fully through and then you go back again and do the exercises and the various assignments that he has. So, so far, I've just read it one time through. Did you finish it?
1: You finished it already? Because I, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I'm, and I, I sort of get periodic panic attacks with different sections of the book, because I either have to do that or I have never done that, and it doesn't seem like a super easy task. I think, like you said, you're supposed to just read once through and then go back and start doing all the things that he is
2: suggests.
1: suggesting yeah. and teach, basically teaching you yes. how to do, you know, um, everything from figuring out where, I mean, the bottom line is, if you're, you know, this is mostly kind of talking to women who are married, who takes care of the money, and you... Right kind of don't even know where the money is so it's like so many you know and many people even if they're not married for one reason or another are not you know either just from paycheck to paycheck from month to month day to day that it's just too much to learn all this of you know coming from an immigrant family and parents who, even though they were very well-educated and um, worked really hard and so on and so forth, they were not savvy to the financial sort of American way of life of just planning for retirement. It just never seemed to be a topic of conversation. My mom did an exceptional job doing her best in our family, but finances were a difficult topic. Family, for a variety of reasons that um, I'm not really going to go into right now, but we can talk about some of that maybe another time. But I'm pretty late in life realized, even though you know we work really hard, even though my husband is very right, and you know is not an immigrant. <laughs> Right, no, it's
2: just hard to stay on top of finances in general. Right, but
1: he doesn't. He 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 sort of did the corporate route, and Uh figured everything that the normal corporate job does for you, which is gives you a four hundred one k, is all you really need to do. I mean, that is your retirement. And I guess you know, if you have a huge four hundred one k, that could be the truth that that's enough. But by and large, if you haven't worked in the world and you don't have a 401k, which I don't, um, I was like, wait a minute. What about, me? like, what about right. what yeah, all these years retired. of work yeah. and and what about the things that I think are important and I want to do? And oh my God, and kind of into a full-fledged, like, self-education thing. And I'm still in it and I'm st- to do some of the most basic steps, but at least I'm getting informed and have a plan about you know how to like what I want to try and accomplish, and well, so I on. Well, I also
2: really highly recommend, aside from the David Bach book, I also really enjoyed and found incredibly helpful the the Kate Northrup book called "Money: A Love Story," and. I have yeah. not read that no you need to get that one dunya you've got to it will yeah. really help mm-hmm. and then so so the few various so we're still it's a it's a you know it's an it's a task in process that we're just also let's see i just signed up for this there's this thing called the dow janes which is two women who are in their young 30s and one was over $40,000 in credit card debt and she they have a, a guide to investing now she paid she got out of her debt and now she's a millionaire you know and so they're having a free webinar i think next weekend or, um, it's called the dow janes and I'm gonna oh, do, okay. oh, do that free webinar. And they're very savvy. They're very savvy with their money. Um, I'm unfortunately not in any position to start investing, but I can. It's never too early to start learning about it. So
1: oh no, definitely. The more you learn, the more fired yeah. up you get, and the more yeah. you get you know, fired up, you get the more different ways of you know money and investing. Right, and I mean obviously yeah, yeah diversify so you know you have to make money in order to invest money and
2: right of course
1: from what I've learned you know everyone's always said well you got to make money to make to make money you know money right, breeds right, money right. and right have you always heard that I always heard that but I didn't exactly know ex- what that meant but now I well, fully Susie understand Orman
2: that says- Susie Orman, I've also read many of her books, and she says you just have to make your money work for you. Well,
1: so what, what that is, means, we're making your yeah. money,
2: investing it. And in order
1: to right. invest it, it you have to have it. And in order to have right. it, it means somewhere along the line, you're right. able to save and set aside money right. from wherever it came from, uh, right. and just set it aside for the purpose. You know, either investing or retirement. So since neither you nor I are retired, then we are focusing on making more money and then taking small percentages of the money we do have and putting it of retirement fund. And by making it work for you, my understanding it is that, you know, sitting in the bank because you're getting 0.001% interest rate in a regular right. savings account and it's nothing, that it's in some kind of a that gets a greater interest rate, like an IRA, Roth IRA account or something else. Um, and I think this is a huge topic. It is a huge topic. I
2: also actually went on because I just wanted to leave this little perk as well for people and women and men and anyone interested in investing for their retirement. I also went on to the Vanguard website and they're offering three months of free. I think it's a a one of those bots, but they're giving financial advice about saving for retirement as well for free. And, and oh. Vanguard, I really enjoy that firm. I mean, they were through my. Well,
1: it's interesting you mentioned that because I'm pretty sure I'm going to do a little plug for my colleague and um, friend who I have been talking to as a financial advisor because that's what she does. She uh, her name's Pat Proudman, and in fact, maybe I'll invite her a little interview with her on the show and just go go into more of a deep dive into this topic and who is more of an expert talk about it but um i think the company she worked with and so that rang a bell and she's been telling me about them for quite a while um but yeah the companies to choose from and that's part of that's part of the problem it's like how do you decide how do you know where to open some accounts at charles schwab and in addition to talking to pat they were giving great counsel and in the end they you know i wasn't happy last year at the end of 2022 with the guy went out of town and some things had to be done by the end of the year and i needed some help with it and it's sort of like things fell between a bit so you know finding the right person to work with is important and being able to communicate and have someone like delineate what you're going to be doing what they're going to be doing for you how it all works yeah all that is important um I think we should invite her to the show and maybe do sort of a another segment just on... Okay. This. Yeah, um,
2: because I feel like 2023 is the year to... I mean, unfortunately, because of COVID, I pretty much spent all everything I had saved up for retirement. So I'm basically back to square zero of starting to start to earn and save for retirement all over again, so... But with this Vanguard thing that I signed up for, I can actually just save a pretty small amount each month. That is something that I'm currently able to do. You know, of course, the more you can save, the better and or invest. But at this point, it's just small amounts. But hopefully that will...
1: Setting goals and working backwards like where you know it's never too late it really is never to start like the most important right. thing in reality is, you is start, your yeah is your is your health that you're okay right. and that you can work and that you can um do what you need you need to do and all the rest is sort of par for the course so yeah it is to have some kind of money um Fluidity that you can set aside, and uh, you know what they say about actually creating wealth is that you have to find a way that your money is working, sleeping, so it's not an income based on your, you know, 40 hour a week job that you're working at, that you have to be present at. It's the times when you're not doing anything that the money's still making money somehow. Either due to the high interest rate or whatever it is you're doing for investments. It's a very exciting topic for me. I wish I had learned this like the guy who wrote the book, um, Smart smart Women Finish Rich, his grandfather taught him, and that's why he wrote the book. I mean, you're wondering why did a guy, you know, really take the time out to write this specifically? Well, he had this incredible role model, which is so inspired at a time where, you know, two generations ago, where women were even less independent, so to speak. Um, and women's rights were even more je- but she was clearly a very rare and um, brilliant individual and invest in what you like. So they were going to McDonald's every day because that's what he liked. And then, she said, well, if you like McDonald's, then you should buy a McDonald's stock which he did when he bought it for him, probably. And needless to say, many, many years later, he made a lot of money on that. And that was just sort of sound advice, and it got him thinking about the whole concept of buying, investing in things you like, what does that even mean? You know, so his education with the whole, finances and making money started very very early and he had a great teacher yeah he Um, was
2: seven years old it's a great story it's a great book i really enjoyed the book but i i really want you to read the money a love story too i I want you to read that one
1: yeah absolutely will um because this is at the top of my list um you know a lot of things i mean in the end we so, it's all about learning and expanding and continuing right. to learn. And, um, you know, I'm learning so much at this moment just to share a little bit more about other things. You know, with having started the nonprofit, I've learned a lot. And then I started a production company as well last year, film production company, like LLC. And there's a lot I don't know, but I have an instinct about what I want and I'm kind of trying to move to school, and along the way I'm trying to learn. So I got invited recently to this something called the Polk Institute, started by Gary Polk, who's a business professor and very passionate about Entrepreneur, young on, entrepreneurs, particularly brown and black uh, entrepreneurs, them educated and giving them support to get going. So I just through luck, I guess, and um, putting myself out there that this was something that interests me, their cohort three program and we just started that it's a it's a sort of long com- commitment wow but that's week, good though. it is of course it's good because it's like going back to school you know yeah, and I right. haven't done quite a while and I do a lot of teaching and it's just so amazing to be on the receiving end of someone else the teaching especially because i have you know lots to learn in this department but it's it's wonderful and it is learning about business and um in this institute he does these pitch competitions and as a matter of fact next wednesday i will participate the pitch competition for equity crowdfunding um and it has a theme of hollywood so he you know, I'm kind of preparing myself and getting some training on pitching, um, my, which I haven't really talked about much because it's so new. We've done some projects and we plan to do many more, but I'm just being forced to prepare is kind of showing me what I don't know. (laughs) So I have to and figure some stuff out. And I'm, You know, I'm very excited about it. But um but while I'm talking these, I also want to mention on a fun note, our first in-person film screening for girls in the nonprofit is next Friday. And I really want to invite everyone to come out and meet in person. We're gonna have a reception with some food and some drinks before the screening of a really wonderful film. It's unique, probably a film you'll never get the chance to see anywhere else. It's a European award-winning film by a very well-known Serbian director. He's considered a national treasure of sorts. He's made many, many films. And this particular one, since the world is still dealing with concepts of you know, war and things like that. It's it's actually a dark comedy, but it's it's a it's a very interesting kind of look at a whole nother world. Um, and he'll be around after the film for q and A, Q&A. so it should be a really fun cultural um, and social at the Radford Studio Center, which used to be the CBS Radford studio lot down in L.A. Um, Ventura and Laurel Canyon. So oh. it's in Studio City. So come and all the proceeds go to our scholarships for the pro summer program. So all of it's a tax write-off. So there's it's just a win-win. And you get to walk around the Radford studio lot, which is also really fun, uh, so invite a friend or make it a date night and join us next friday the 24th at six o'clock it gets right on our website which is uh girls dash in dot com so there's hyphens between the words and then just go to the tab events some people have said they couldn't find it under programs you'll see events and it's the first event listed on that tab so that's my shout out
2: well that's great i'll put it in the show notes as well and hopefully we'll get lots of people to come to the event i hope so so far it's not even half sold out yet so let's get some more ticket purchases and we'll see on friday hopefully
1: It'll be nice to meet people in person. Come up and say hi, and um, Annie will be there. I will certainly. Be there. A lot of other folks and film lovers will be there, so it'll be a time to just kind of do some socializing, meet new friends, do some networking, and have um, have some fun watching watching a movie in a really cool little radford Studios yeah, screening room great. yeah yeah
2: okay so share us share with us your recipe and then we'll yes okay. have a great week
1: yeah so um the moosewood cookbook is very well known if you want to look it up the banana bread zucchini bread it's sort of somewhat similar um you soak your the bananas that you kind of feel like you might are getting too ripe you don't throw them away you take them all and you kind of mash them and put them in some black coffee let them sit for a little bit and for whatever reason this coffee even though I don't drink coffee normally it gives the banana bread a taste and then you can add the flour that you want I choose gluten-free flour but um a little pinch of of baking soda and baking powder some salt and then a little bit i use coconut um like uh, you can use butter if you like butter or you could just use some oil um, a big tablespoon and then uh, you can add uh, i use monk fruit it's Mm. a natural that Uh, makes your glycemic index, which has to do with how you process sugar, go very up instead of spiking up like sugar does. But any sweetener you want, you can use honey, you can use just plain old brown sugar or something. Um, And you add a couple of big uh, tablespoons of that. And cinnamon and nutmeg. I grate some lemon rind in there and added just a tad of lemon juice. And then if you want to add some nuts, you can. If you want to add a few chocolate chips in there, which will also add some sweetness, that's a great way to sweeten it because bananas and chocolate go really well together. And then um, you, you put some oil and grease the loaf pan and you can sprinkle some seeds on the bottom, pumpkin seeds or even chia seeds or sesame seeds. Um, and just put them on the base of the pan once you've mixed all the flour in to make it nice and gooey. And just bake it 350 for about, about 40 minutes. And uh,
2: wait, so I have a question though. If you make it with zucchini bread, do you still make if you make it zucchini bread instead, do you still do the coffee? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. No.
1: Really good question. No, the coffee is yeah. reserved for just this. the zucchini the bread, bread, um, is, is the same. You, everything else is the same minus the coffee. And you just substitute and you substitute the zucchini, grated zucchini and you could okay. do the, You know, you could grade a, you know, a bunch of zucchini, mix yeah. it in. And, um, I, you know, don't use eggs in the, there's no eggs in this recipe. So, um, I, Hold it together, and the zucchini kind of helps hold the bread together. It's delicious. So try it. It's the way it's right now. It feels good to be baking. It is the weather for it. So, yeah,
2: I'll, I'll I'll check it out. I think the zucchini bread.
1: Yeah, zucchini. I like it just kind of airing on the not sweet side, because yeah, so then if you want to add some apricot jam on, you can. <laughs> it's really, really good. It's
2: true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's it.
2: Okay. Well, that's great. Thank you so much for the recipe and thanks for chatting today. And let's get started on our financial wellness.
1: Yes, absolutely.
2: Thank you. Have a, Have a great week. Bye. Okay, bye.